We are the mothers of many, Kiara Evans and Lorna Blanchard. As mothers of many children, we are curious about our parenting journeys. We were called to document this poignant time of mothering in our lives. We feel passionately that women's stories should be heard. Well, welcome to whatever number episode this is, I don't remember already, of the Mothers of Many podcast, but this is going to be Illness 2.0, because we recorded what I felt was quite a wholesome conversation last week (laughs) about illness and getting through illness in the winter, and then it all went wrong. Pete Tong. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear the state of my voice and Lorna's voice, but we are both really ill. <laughs> What's been going on in your house, Lorna? Oh, God. So when I when we recorded last time, I thought we were like at the back end of like some stomachy thing. Anyway, turns out that was just the beginning of like this epic week of, I can only describe it as flu. It must be flu because... I've never, ever been that ill in my life, I don't think. So Wednesday, Thursday, just couldn't move. Literally just couldn't move from my pit on the sofa or my pit in the bed. And then, yeah, we've just had everything. The temperatures, the snots, the runs, the like the, all the things. So all the things that we recorded about last time, I put into practice about 10% of. And... <laughs> basically moaned and cried and whined my way through the <laughs> the process but I just thought yeah. it was quite amusing that we'd recorded that and then but actually I feel like there was bits missing from what we were talking about that have come to light now post last week that we thought we'd do a bit of an update on right yeah big time as in it's been fairly dark hasn't it I think both of I, we, we sh- we're sharing the same flu right we we met up on was it Tuesday <laughs> Tuesday and then, and then um from there we're just kind of sharing whatever germs there are so it's like been a similar process of of the week but you've been a like a day or so ahead of me in terms of like the mental collapse that's happened with this and the dark places that we've gone to um how how do we describe it? Shall we start with um, what you Googled and what I Googled whilst we were ill in the depths of flu? Is that a good way to kind of hang this? Um, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I, I think last time we did um, consider a lot of the physical and um, like strenuous elements of caring for people who are sick or actually being sick yourself, like sick as in poorly or whatever. Um, but we didn't really like go into the emotional effects and the emotional understanding about what was going on just we just briefly touched on it whereas I feel like not just have we been physically incapacitated we've both gone through this like massive emotional sort of awakening in a week (laughs) it's been horrible I hate it all (laughs) did you resist it with your every being did every bit of you every fiber of my being is resisting all yeah all of it I didn't do all the I think I resisted a lot of it but then there were certain moments where I was like oh 
that's interesting that that's happening oh look at the way I just did that look at the way I just screamed at Gary for doing that isn't that funny <laughs> that's so good so I was reading my book um I'm still reading slowly the body keeps the score and I'm finally on to the section about healing and the first thing he says is about awareness awareness of your emotions just um identifying the emotions and then almost naming them oh that and just that's interesting and where it is in your body yeah and I think when you're um becoming aware of all aspects of your life like I think physical illness is one of those that you haven't really considered will be like a bit of a Jedi game to try and apply all the things that you're learning about your day-to-day -day life into this like intense what did I call it the suffering vortex <laughs> <laughs> that is very much how it's felt I think we both text each other going I'm never going to feel well again yeah um, I texted you yesterday and said I've regretted having all the children um, yeah yeah it's been pretty dark uh, yeah it does feel like that's the logical that's it's not the logical brain sorry that's just your um the stories your brain tells you isn't it because of whatever has happened to you in the past that makes you think that it might be that you never feel well again I don't know why is that why does my brain tell me that I might never how can right as soon as you feel that ill why is it you cannot remember what it feels like to be good yeah like instantly. that's how I feel with even just being cold I'm like I can I don't remember what it's like to feel warm again yeah it's so weird isn't it what science yeah. is going on there that means that your brain blocks out all the feelings of like comfort and knowing that you're going to be okay what why why don't we believe that we're going to be safe and well and okay in those moments why because, I need to know because your brain is a prediction machine and so it's taking on the immediate information that you're giving it which is I am ill and it's a full body illness with the flu isn't it and so your brain is just predicting and going well this is it that's the way I would see it um, and not remembering how you will be well again but I guess also because something like the flu is the whole the whole body needs to recover so it's like you know all hands on deck to get everything up and running again well yeah because my brain wasn't working for sure yeah I, I knew I was going rapidly downhill when every single thing I read on Instagram was triggering me I was like oh dear oh, oh yeah you came off the socials yeah. didn't you during this time mm -hmm which is good because I don't think I would have done that in the past. Um, not that I use them. I try not to use them a huge, huge amount, but I don't think I would have had the foresight to do that before. But I realized that that was not, that wasn't my aligned self. And it was my, like tr the illness trickery that was making me think that there was a pit of doom and I needed to go into it. Whereas in the past, I think I would have just gone in there with it and like really had a good old party down there in the pit of despair. But I decided that I would just save those conversations for me and you and a couple of other yeah. choice friends, which is yeah. much better because I think you and I are safe. We're safe people for each other to be able to do that within. Yeah. I don't think we fed each other's um, anxieties further as much as possible I wasn't trying to Did no you I think that? because we were slightly off on the timeline 
when you were having your really bad day I wasn't that bad and then when I was having my really bad day you'd gone through it and I was like oh this this is helpful to kind of go it's gonna be okay you don't need to do anything major today those things that your brain is telling you to do let's just ignore them for today and you know you don't need to sell the children it's okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah sell the children yeah sell the children I did feel like um oh yeah you said about what we googled as well we must do that oh yeah yeah go on then okay things I googled um why do most marriages end being one of them um let's just keep this in context it was uh I was <laughs> wondering if it was related to illness in some way um and what else did I there was loads of things what else did I google oh how do you how do you know you have flu how do you know that it's not just a cold and it is actually flu what herbal remedies can you take for flu what else can you remember any others I think those were your main ones it was about identify for you it was like have I got the flu Mm. wasn't it yeah and, and also yeah <laughs> which isn't wasn't helped by the fact that both of us had flu yeah so it was not a good time to be googling why most marriages end <laughs> when you have you're in no fit state to make any decent decisions so anyway we had this one day where it was like every single one of mine and Gary's unhealed issues between each other were like literally smacking me in the face shall we say like it was like there was no I I didn't have any what did you call it the window of tolerance tolerance yeah I had no window of tolerance for any of them and it was like they were real they were well they are real but like they were like needed attention right now and there was nothing else to do other than like get the ball by the horns and deal with every single one of our unhealed marriage (laughs) issues within that day honestly so you can ask you, you had can, the flu yeah brilliant idea yeah and Gary did tell me several times it was not the right day to go into every single one of our unhealed issues and I said <laughs> no it is because my brain tells me I have to do it today so he was right it wasn't the right day to do it I projected no. my unhealed shit all over him all day like the whole of the day and I'd, I think I'd reached my tolerance of being ill and then also this weird vortex of like you have to deal with all this right the second and we had like a very awful day of me just projecting and shouting and screaming and like being incredibly narcissistic all day and then you know I woke up the next day and I felt slightly better and I was like oh my god I think I've had like an episode of some kind it was like a different totally different film came over my brain I was like oh what happened like why did I do that yesterday when today it's all right like everything's all right and why didn't I listen to him when he said don't talk about it today yeah (laughs) luckily he's a very forgiving person and he doesn't hold grudges he doesn't continue like keep the feeling going do you know what I mean like he moves on really quickly I think I don't necessarily always move on as quickly as he does but yeah he we had a conversation the next day and I said to him I feel like I had I guess a mental health episode I couldn't think of another way of like explaining it 
And part of all the Googling was to do with the fact that I was having like a mini breakdown as too strong a word for it. I don't think we have enough words for this stuff, do we? So you have to like draw on what's already available, but not a breakdown. That's like a very serious medical situation, but like a mini version of some kind of episode that you can have in a crisis, a crisis, a mental health crisis. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's like. It's like the fever and the temperature just kind of addles with your brain and makes everything. I don't know, I just have visions. So if you know, like a wounded animal kind of lying down, if you go near them, an animal that's normally calm and placid, if you go near them, they would then, you know, if it's a dog, bark and growl at you. It's that, isn't it? It's just that when you're ill, everything just seems bigger and worse and awful. So my Googling was, um, oh gosh. I mean it's awful really can you run with the flu how long after the flu can you run again do you have to eat less calories when you're resting with the flu I mean I went down a really dark rabbit hole yesterday of (sighs) eating and food and do I need to eat like I mean it's just really dark and I mean they're fairly fairly often end up in those dark places but the flu definitely made it worse and really got to me so that was definitely my hello unhealed issues you have not dealt with you need to figure this stuff out and the flu is making this one worse um big time and it really stressed me out trying to figure that out um and so obviously I didn't run yesterday but I did run this morning because oh my god I am unhealed I know I was okay I was okay I took a lot of caffeine this morning oh my god it kind of felt good to like get out. It was really beautiful, fresh air. And I only went for a short run, but um, oh, yeah, there are, there is healing to be done. But that, that was my Googling. And then you said, you said, what haven't we Googled? And it was like, how can a mum of four be compassionate to herself whilst <laughs> getting well from the flu? How can a mum of four, what was the other one? Communicate, was about communication, wasn't yeah. it? Communicate her needs. Yes. Um, I t- yeah there was one point yesterday I was like a little bit cross because I was doing all the things and you were like have you communicated to CJ how bad you feel and I was like I don't know I don't know maybe not maybe I have maybe, I don't know it's hard isn't it mm. yeah I noticed a lot of like old behaviors coming up with me and my third child willow as well always when either of us are under stress there's often like quite a few triggers going on one day maybe we'll do a whole episode on why that is but yeah there's a lot of things that that swing around between us and there was a few moments of like this is like three years ago I've gone back three years I've morphed like everything we've learned everything I've learned I've just (laughs) gone back into the same patterns but yeah it was what I am gonna celebrate those like the next day instead of like shaming myself and wallowing in the misery of all the projection that I did the day before I literally was like oh how bloody interesting that happened and now I can't do anything about it because it's happened um I'm gonna learn from it hence why we're recording this because I think we've both learned something from that experience I felt the same when I had COVID actually like a very similar thing happened to me when I had COVID 
um, that it wasn't just this physical, um, like trauma, I guess, on my body, but it was an emotional experience too. And it was the two things combined gave me like this weirdly fresh perspective afterwards. I think with COVID, a lot of the mental gymnastics was about the fact that the rhetoric in the world was like I was going to die if I got it and then I realized like afterwards that I didn't die (laughs) because the whole world like obviously the media and everything was trying to tell you that you were going to perish if you got it um so that was like a different mental mental game whereas this one was more about our unhealed family issues because all six of us pretty much were in the house for like five days straight on our own So there's a lot of time to experience all of those dynamics between ourselves. So plenty of things to be taken forward from this. Yeah. Yeah. And all I could think in terms of like the positives of this for both you and I was it just felt like the universe going, maybe you two should rest for a bit (laughs) because we're kind of approaching winter going, it's manic how much can we cram in and how much can we do and it's just the the feeling of the pace of life is picking up and and you said last week about almost it wouldn't it it would make so much more sense if this stuff happened in the summer when we all had more energy in the sunlight and and actually yeah and then you kind of go oh hi flu oh yeah we really do need to take it a bit easier and and rest and then illness forces you to do that doesn't it which and I hate that I hate resting I'm not very good at resting I do not enjoy rest days I do not enjoy one of my big things my big mental health learnings I guess that I need to figure out and really get to the bottom of and probably reparent myself through is acknowledging that I am not stronger than my physical needs which I know sounds a bit strange but like my need for sleep and my need for rest and my need for food isn't a sign of weakness which for some reason I've got that in my head I definitely think that comes from my mum almost of that was how she was like you kind of power through everything and and we don't need food and we don't need sleep and we're bigger than that and actually that's really an unhealthy thing that's in my head at the moment of trying to prove to myself or the world or my family or my mum probably that I'm stronger than my own corporal being which is ridiculous because I'm clearly not um so yeah that's a lesson I would love to try and learn from all of this not very good at it clearly went for a run this morning but you know it's definitely it's right there like smacking me in the face going you need to learn this lesson Mm. and interesting too that that's like the opposite of like how we probably both were when we met of like we just need to eat all this food and we just need to sleep and then we'll be better at everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the opposite end of the spectrum, wasn't it? Of like, the more I fuel myself with all of this stuff, whether it's healthy or not or whatever, then the better parent I'm going to be or mother or whatever person, I guess. But now it's like the opposite of like, I don't need any of that stuff and I'll still survive. You've gone like bionic woman the other way. <laughs> I know yeah it's like I'll survive against all the odds just to prove I can like what even is that about yeah I don't I don't know uh, yeah I, I feel like that's a it. common theme with 
women mm. like common theme isn't it of we are invincible and most of us bloody are like it's taken the flu to get you and I to finally stop well not maybe not you but me to finally stop doing all the things for two days two whole days where you were so ill that you literally couldn't move yeah I mean it's not a luxury at that point is it (laughs) no but we did cover I think we covered rest a couple of chats ago and you know rest does look different for everyone doesn't it like we all Mm -hmm. are very individual human forms who need different things but yeah it definitely this time was a a classic rest of you must put that fluffy blanket over you in fact I have one on me now whilst we're recording this still as I'm not letting go of this fluffy blanket I've been carrying around with me for like the last five days it's like my comforter now my flu flu comforter your blankie (laughs) yeah but I think this was good to have like a little regroup post the last episode because I think it there's a lot happened and I feel like we needed to just update that that one yeah 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 but I think I think as well it's been really helpful during this process for for the reminders of this is a mental thing as well Mm. so just in terms of like anyone else listening to this going through an illness I always find it really helpful to have that okay, I know I'm going to, something's going to go on in my brain during this process, like almost expect it. And then it's easier to kind of manage it. Whereas, you know, otherwise that falling into the pit of, I tend to feel quite depressed when I have a virus, especially one like this bad, Mm. Um, which I was quite, I don't know, I was a bit smug. I was like, I'm through that. It was one day of it. And I was like, I'm through it. The next day I was fine. And then, then I really wasn't, Um, which I said to CJ, (laughs) I was like, I think it was, Oh, I don't know, whatever day, it doesn't really matter, whatever day it was, that the day after I thought I was through my depression of it, I said to CJ, I'm feeling, I'm feeling happier today. I don't feel well, but I'm feeling happier today. You know, I'm just back to my normal complex mental self. And he just laughed and went, yeah, I'm normally so happy. That's <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> brill. Yeah, I am happy. Am I happy? I don't know, I'm happy. Just complex thoughts. Norna's hacking up a lung whilst when it's oh god we are on fine fine form today aren't you lucky people listening to this fine form <laughs> am I happy I want to record that episode mm-hmm. let's bank that one let's bank that one for sure so what are you doing moving are you do you have a plan of action a kind of thought process that you want to go through to to process this stuff that's come up for you what's your Um, method now (laughs) um I don't really have like a specific method um anything I promise I'm going to do tends to not happen if I try and set myself up to doing something regularly. So I tend to just go with a flow of like, oh, I feel cool to do X, Y, and Z. So I may journal a bit on it. Um, I'll probably look into like some of the relationship stuff that came up one way or another. I might go back over a few courses that I've done and see if there's anything in there about that, about communication. Um, But right now, it's still kind of in the storm so I'm going to really wait until it is the end 
before doing anything because as I found out that day of projection when you're in the storm is not a good time to make any decisions or do any action because <laughs> you're not in your truest self I don't think and when you're not in your truest self and you're not feeling at your most conscious anything you decide to do is probably going to be a bit off I think that's so relevant for mothers in general I mean I just think of like our first episode of survival mode and this is obviously survival mode and how do you kind of like a realize that you're in that not your truest self and how do you how do you like what are the words that you can use to say I don't know to your kid I mean like your youngest is only two you know or or a husband or whoever or yourself and just go I am not in my truest self right now I cannot make this decision and for me that was even like last night Bethany was making friendship bracelets and she was like can you pick some colors and I'm and I was at the point of wanting to throw everything out the window at that point going you are he's going to push me over the edge for you to ask me to pick colors I cannot pick colors right now because for me, all I'm hearing from her is, I want some attention from you. I want you to tell me that you love my craft that I'm doing. And I want you to accept this gift that I'm making you with lots of praise. And, and I'm like, that is a whole heap of energy I don't have right now. And all I can manage was no. And that, <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like we mums need a sign or a t-shirt that says, I am not in my true self. Please do not ask me any questions right now. That's what I think I need when I'm sick is someone to just make all the decisions for me. I can't, I can't make decisions about food. I can't make decisions about anything. And that's mm. when I then go into overdrive of, okay, well, I'll have to, if I, if I'm going to have to plan it, I'm going to plan everything like tracking calories, running, you know, like all the things and it becomes too much. I'll go the other way. Yeah. yeah. I, need I wonder if it's about like us communicating to them all the time where we're at. Because I think they, I think kids spend an awful lot of time communicating to you where they're at. But I wonder how yeah. often mums communicate to their families where they're at themselves. Like, I think going into the martyr of that wound was so easy when I was ill because, like, everyone relies on me to do these things. But how often is it that I've sat down and gone, right today mummy is like here and you're going to need to do x y and z and actually the times when I did do that my second one is particularly she was like she was hot on it like doing things because she hates sitting around anyway um so she was like in the kitchen getting bits for me like medicine and drinks and whatever and she wanted to do it so I think it was just about me communicating to her I can't actually stand up right now can you just go and like whip me two paracetamol out of the packet and bring them over and she did yeah. and I took them and it was all good so I think it is about communication 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 I feel like um is it Tony Blair who did that thing where he just went over and over the same word I feel like everything coming up for me from this experience is like communication 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 <laughs> yeah but I think you're right I think how how do we when we hold everything together in our houses in our families how do we communicate when we need help that isn't just panic shouting 
or going into that martyr mode which I totally recognize myself going into that martyr mode the whole of the last few days and and it's a it's a really negative place to be in isn't it it's not I don't like being in in martyr mode I don't Mm, I don't want to be there but it's so easy to go to that place it does like you said it does feel like a step back in these kind of times of going oh this is bringing up all the wounds Mm -hmm. like you know if I don't do these things for my kids then they will feel abandoned by me oh my gosh hi me projecting my own abandonment wound I mean me saying to the kids I'm not gonna cook dinner today some daddy is or you got you know it's not gonna that's not abandoning the kids but it's just like yeah the old wounds are easy to trigger when you're feeling not very emotionally resilient yeah it's that it's the resilience isn't it it's not there yeah within yourself yeah that's that's when we need to start googling the how can we be kind to ourselves stuff yeah because we can't get out of the martyr wound the collective one and the individual ones without developing that sense of self-compassion and communication with yourself and how what you need and when you need it and what you do when you don't get it yeah because the reality is actually like you can't meet your needs sometimes when you're a mother and you're caring for sick kids you just literally can't it's not like even from want of trying, even if both parents are trying, like it sometimes just doesn't happen. Yep. And having like an acceptance of that, I guess. I think that's one of the things I often feel like when I'm feeling a bit low about why we're having four is that there are times when it is actually impossible to be able to prioritize any of the needs I might have. Yeah. As a recovering narcissist, I find that highly frustrating. Yeah. It is really hard. Mm. And 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 I've said it, I think I've said it on a previous episode, that that balance, trying to figure out that balance between being self-compassionate and a mother. Mm when the self-compassionate thing is to go lie down and have a nap how do you do that when you've got four kids who need like you said you know this morning the husbands have gone back to work everyone needs packed lunches okay you have no other option there isn't there is no other option and that's so difficult then isn't it when you don't want to be a martyr and you don't want to go down the bionic woman thing and yet I just it's so difficult so then where's self-compassion it's much and I guess self-compassion comes from like softening in that moment and go well well done you you did the lunches now sit down with your blankie as opposed to well (laughs) I've had to do the lunches and I'm doing this and I'm doing this and so I'm going to go down the self-destructive martyr route there's a difference isn't there I guess in the way you speak to yourself Mm, yeah but you're you're really good at doing the whole like speaking to people like that you're good at speaking to other people like that like well done you did the packed lunches like if you had any mum on a consultation in your room right now and they'd had the flu and they'd done that you'd say to them like well done you like you did your packed lunches like that's amazing like go and sit down and I think to some extent I would be as well um if I was speaking to another mother but it's just to ourselves that we can't do it yeah 
what is that about do we just need other mothers around us to say it then do we just kind of mother each other for a while until we can get there ourselves what what is it that's holding mothers back from self-congratulation self-mothering self-mothering why why is that for me there's a real block around that and it's almost like pride and how dare you how dare you think that you're good at something how dare you self-congratulate no one else has said that so it's better to go down the martyr route I 100% have a hardness still around the fact that around self-mothering 100% I don't know what it is yet but I can feel that it's hard around the heart Mm. another layer to be unfurled at some point yeah Mm. compassion so for now let's let's um mothers out there everyone can we all just mother each other we're all we're all good at it let's just share the love yeah until we can do it for ourselves that's what we do for each other in some senses so we're like keep mothering each other because that's how we'll learn how to do it for ourselves yeah a reminder go take your cold and flu medicine and have some bone broth oh a friend dropped me off um a broth in a pot homemade still warm and she was like a vision appearing at my door she didn't (sighs) ask she didn't suggest she should do it a certain time she didn't do it she just literally rocked up at my house with the broth and handed it to me and I was like that's like the best thing that's happened to me in four days (laughs) oh bless you I'm sure it like made me feel better though instantly yeah. as soon as I started sipping it I was like this is it I need the meat what is it in the bones the um the jelly that's in the bones yeah. that's what you need uh-huh. well that's what well we're not vegetarian so that's what we, <laughs> we yeah enjoy. all the goodness in there mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was fab. yeah I've lived off chicken homemade chicken soup with chicken stock for sure over the last few days yeah but that's the kind of mothering isn't it that's the kind of thing that we we can't do for ourselves when we're ill because I couldn't stand up long enough at the pot I did actually buy a chicken one of the days I don't know what I was thinking it was just before I came down really really bad with it and I bought this chicken anyway I managed to get rid of it I asked someone to come and pick it up for me (laughs) (sighs) I was like I bought this chicken in the fridge I need someone to pick it up for me (laughs) oh no (laughs) Oh dear. We're out the other side. I feel like we are out the other side. We just need a like another few days to Yeah. I've got the zinc on the go. Got the probiotics. All the things. Then I'm gonna focus on Yeah. I just want to focus on how we can get everyone's immune systems fully functioning so that we can enjoy some of this season. I had such a such a good conversation with Luke the other day about the immune system because I was watching Anna train Anna had football training on Saturday so I was out watching Anna train on Saturday and Luke came and he had training on Saturday so he came and met us afterwards and he was like he he was aware that I was kind of coming down with something and um, he just kind of leant towards me for a hug but went no touching hug thanks and I was like okay bye Um, (laughs) and then and then he went so how come you've got it and like how do I not get it and I was like well there's lots of things that affect your immune system and how robust it is at any one time and he was like 
eat right, exercise a bit and make sure you sleep enough. And I was like, yeah, pretty much. Bud. And he went, oh, so the basics of life. And I was like, yeah, like, you basically summed up everything, every problem. <laughs> there you go. Job done. Thank you, Luke. So, well, bless him. He's your like probably the most health conscious kid, isn't he, out of the four? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he seems to just have that kind of natural, intuitive way of being and moving and eating and sleeping and resting. Like Luke is so good at when he's had enough of people, he just goes, I'm going upstairs now. Yeah, that's and good. And Anna really hates it. She's like, I want to spend time with Luke. I want to go. I'm like, you can't. You can't now. Luke has said he is going upstairs. We respect Luke going upstairs. Mm. Don't. We don't disturb Luke now. He'll need three hours on his own. Just leave him alone. And he'll come back down. He's absolutely fine. Yeah. So intuitive. And then he'll go, I'm having a bowl of cereal. <laughs> he just needs rest and then a big bowl of cereal. And he's fine. Yeah. That is interesting how some people are more intuitive about their needs from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I can sense that my last one will be like that, I think. Um. But I think the others have been quite conditioned by me telling them what their needs are more. Mm. Um, but we'll see. They're still quite little. So, but yeah, interesting. Plenty for unpicking here. <laughs> mm. Sick of it all. I'm sick of it. Being sick. I'm sick of having to unpick things. I'm tired. <laughs> Today's not the day to do any unpicking then. No, no, no. I feel like this is probably a good place to stop. You look exhausted. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll speak to you later. <laughs> See Bye. you later. Bye. Bye.